Hello folks, this is Nerd1, I am Vincent, and today I want to talk about Endgame. Yeah, I know, Marvel Avengers Endgame. So sit down, buckle up, we're gonna nerd out. Hello and welcome back. So, yes, I know Endgame came out in 2019, and this is something that, I mean, I just watched it again. Of course, I watched it again. But kind of a, a thought I have about this movie. And I guess it's something I thought about really any movie of this magnitude. So here we go. My thought for you, dear listener, is can a movie be so good that it makes the rest of the franchise feel off and I'm not not talking like making a franchise feel bad or changing the structure of it or anything like that it's just something that you know Marvel has did, did 10 years of you know good to great movies I mean I can't say all more great because, you know, some were better than others. You know, we had so many, you know, we had Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies, you know, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, we had all these characters, um, Captain Marvel, that had just movies that were ooh and ah and just so good. And then we get Endgame. You know, Endgame pretty much, you know, drawing the original cast, the original Avengers, you know, plus, you know, Scott Lang, which, so happy they kept Ant-Man, you know, in Endgame. He was just, he was a, he was fun. But, you know, we get, you know, callbacks and scenes to some of the other movies, to the original Avengers, to, you know, Thor, to, you know, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and this movie was such a pinnacle that you know now we've we've moved on it's 2021 as of recording this hopefully you're in the future and nerd one's thriving and this is a nostalgic episode but you know now you know it's 2021 we have you know 2020 COVID happened everything shut down thankfully we were able to kind of get through it all uh things are slowly getting back to what they were before but we've gotten you know now the black widow movie in theaters and disney plus we got um wandavision on disney plus we got falcon winter soldier disney plus and loki on disney plus but you know all these shows for how great they were you know i I've been a fan of all three of them. You know, WandaVision was just a total mental mind melt, mess you up. Falcon Winter Soldier really gave us that feel of an MCU movie, but in a six one hour episode, you know, TV series. And Loki was just, it was its own thing. But, you know, following in, you know, wake of, you know, Endgame, where we had 
that final fight scene, we had pretty much every living Marvel MCU character there. You know, for what screen time they got, because, you know, so many characters, you can't really give them a whole lot of screen time. Of course, you get the big ones as much as they can get. But I feel that Endgame, at least for me, has changed the tone of the MCU. And basically because we have, like I said, WandaVision, which was set three weeks after Endgame, seeing Wanda trying to deal with the end result of the movie, with basically her going through, you know, her stages of grief, experience what the whole series was about. Um, we, you know, got Falcon Winter Soldier, which was set, I think it was six months after. You know, seeing Sam and Bucky adjust back to, you know, life. Sam trying to find his, you know, footing again, working for the military. I'm not sure if he's like fully on board with the military or if he's like kind of a, a free agent with them. And then Loki just, you know, going throughout time, you know, trying to catch a variant. But it just doesn't really have the same tone for me. And now we have, you know, in theater still, as of recording this, the Black Widow movie. And really with this movie, it doesn't, doesn't really even affect anything, which is kind of one of my disappointments in this movie, was that it was set just right after uh, Civil War. You know, Natasha's on the run from the government, and she's trying to basically kind of rebuild a life for herself. But one, I'll take this tangent. One thing that every MCU movie had going for itself was that it had an impact on future things. It had consequences that were felt in other movies. And yes, I know the end credit scene, post credit scene, you know, has that, but really nothing else does in the movie. But back to it. So, you know, like I said, my my thought, my theory on this is, you know, we had, you know, Infinity War, which was just amazing of a movie. This one of the movies kind of gives you chills still. And then, cause, just cause, because you know that actors' contracts are coming up, and if they choose not to renew, would you know Marvel kill off a character in you know so this way it can't be really be, really be revised in the same way by a different actor, or you know would they just retire them, or would they extend their contract, you know, and we'll see more of you know. Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, and all that. It was something we just didn't really know. But then Endgame came out, and you could just feel the consequences were so high. I mean, even, you know, it's just all throughout the movie. We got to see, you know, the results of Infinity War right away in the beginning of the movie. And then, you know, as the movie progresses, we get to see, you know, what happens. We get to see... 
a small band of heroes go after Thanos and just uh, bitch slap him, basically. That's all it really was. They had him way overpowered, and he wasn't really trying. He was in a very dilapidated state from what he did to the Infinity Stones. Um, but then, you know, the whole time heist happens. You know, they get the stones back. They snap everyone back to existence. And the result of bringing, what was it, 2012 Thanos to the present date? Which I thought was an awesome idea. Because Infinity War had, you know, Savior Thanos. You know, he wanted to save the world. He wanted to save the universe from itself in his own weird, twisted, horrible way. I'll put it that way. But then, you know, we get, you know, Warrior Thanos of, hey, I'm still going to do it. I'm just going to do it in a way more messed up way. And so the stakes got insanely high. We get all the heroes. We get this huge, huge movie. And then it ends. You know, consequences happened. Heroes died. Um, yeah, I'll put it that way. And consequences happen. But then, you know, Endgame is followed up by uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Where you can feel the ripples of Endgame. Well, pretty much um, the death of Iron Man or Tony Stark. Because they constantly harken back to that, which, yes, I understand. It's a tragic loss. I mean, heck, I still miss Robert Downey Jr.'s performance as Iron Man in the MCU. And there hasn't been much to come out in the MCU since then. But it really... Spider-Man No Way Home, it was a good movie on its own. You know, it, but that's kind of where it started. Where I'm not sure they were trying to grasp at the strings of Endgame and be their own movie at the same time. But it really felt like a movie that wanted, you know, to kind of live to Endgame. And I mean, Spider Man's a phenomenal character. I mean, I am a huge Spider Man fan. You know, going from the cartoons to. You know, the CGI anime show that was on MTV back when MTV was still good. To the live action movies with, you know, Toby, Andrew, and now Tom. So, yes, I'm a major Spider-Man fan. But it just, it still feels like that. They were, it kind of didn't quite reach the height of Endgame. And I just wonder... Really, ever again, was Endgame the, the like the pinnacle of the MCU? Because you know Kevin Feige announced a month or so ago that no longer will Marvel be doing the long-term contracts like they did with Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, um, Mark Ruffalo, Chris uh, Hemsworth. You know the, the original cast, uh, Scarlett Johansson. But they're going to go for. They're going to opt for a shorter, shorter term. Because, I mean, we got Robert Downey Jr. in three Iron Man movies. We got him in Avengers 1, Age of Ultron, uh, Infinity War, Endgame, and Spider-Man No Way Home. So, ten movies? Nine movies? And Chris Evans was the same way. I mean, we, we even got him in Thor Ragnarok for like a, a hiccup 
you know, for just a split moment, which I'm not sure if it counts or not, because it was like less than 30 seconds he was there. Fun cameo though, very fun cameo. And also he was in Spider-Man um, Homecoming as well as a, you know, so you got in trouble kind of video, which is still fun. But so that's my thought. That's a, that's kind of my worry as well, is that Endgame was the height, the pinnacle of you know the MCU. Because I mean, Marvel has a huge amount of characters to choose from, and rightly so. They start off with you know the best ones that they could. I mean, at the time, Iron Man was he was known, but he wasn't like this huge you know character he is now. Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau did that. And as they went on and they got the success, they were able to get, you know, Chris, Chris, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner to bring up these iconic characters. I mean, in, yeah, they struggled to get Spider-Man on board, but they eventually got him with Tom Holland. They brought in Dr. Strange with Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, and really, is as Marvel goes through their roster, will they eventually need to reboot, you know, the universe? And now with the multiverse being a thing, you know, thanks to what happened in the events of Loki, do they have the open door now? So, you know, let, let's assume yes, they do. That they have the open door. That Marvel is now going to move into a a Marvel Ultimate Cinematic Universe. The MUCU, Muku. <laughs> that sounds almost kind of fun and kind of gross at the same time, Muku. Um, but you know, so say they they move in that direction, they, the Marvel Ultimate Cinematic, Cinematic Universe, and they stick with their guns and say we're doing shorter term contracts, and let's say the shorter term is five movies. Can they recapture? the emotion, the oomph of Endgame in, sh in a short time. And I think they can, but I don't think it'll have the same impact as it did before. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. I mean, I'm still here for the ride of all of it. You know, through all the movies coming out, the Shang-Chi coming out, um, Spider-Man coming um, Spider-Man No Way Home coming out. I mean, I know we have many more Disney Plus shows coming out, like She-Hulk, Moon Knight coming out, which I'm excited for. But like I said, I'm just not sure if they'll still have the same impact as Endgame did. So, my thoughts, you know, on this day as you're listening to this in the, in the you know, near to distant future, after Nerd One has become this giant conglomerate that now owns Google. <laughs> That'll be the day. But folks, that's all I got for this time. So once again, I am Vincent. This is Nerd1. Do come find us on social media. We're still doing Twitter, Nerd15. We are on Instagram at Nerd1 Podcast. Our website is podpage.com forward slash Nerd1. And on the website, you do have everything Nerd1 related. So if you're looking for older episodes and you're not sure which player i'm on you'll find it all there if you're looking for merch you'll find it there too but until next time stay safe out there 
wash your hands, stay clean, and we'll talk to you soon. And have a great day.